So, Alex, you had COVID-19. Wait, when? It was, I don't remember the month. I think it was like last year sometime. December, right? Yeah, around December. Like, yeah, before break. Before uh, Christmas break. Mm-hmm. And uh, how was your experience with COVID? Um, I know. Sorry. So it's okay. Unlike other people who have like said worse symptoms, I am an asthmatic. I have asthma, and the only symptoms I really got were the loss of taste and smell. I mean, it when I lost them, I didn't even notice I really lost them. Like it, I kind of just went on with my day, and I didn't really like think about it until like when I was eating dinner at home. I ate like peppers and stuff, and I could barely taste it. No smell. Mm-hmm. I can smell any of the food that my mother had made. Nothing. Did Did you ever get tested, or was it kind of just? Like... I was tested. Oh, you were. I got to yeah. I got officially tested. My test was a fluke, but my sister tested positive, and I had the same symptom. So I think I just did the test wrong. I don't think I shoved up my nose enough. <laughs> um. Well. So, I'm not sure if you had COVID, Evan, but I do remember you saying at one point that your house was on quarantine for two weeks. Uh, yeah, that's mainly because my uh, granddad, he has COPD, so we just weren't really allowed. Like, one person, I think my mom started showing symptoms, so we just weren't really allowed to do anything for two weeks just to be safe. Oh, makes Never sense. got tested, makes though. Sense. Oh, I see. Yeah, um... Did anybody else notice around uh, what time frame was it? I think it was the beginning of November. Around the beginning of November, the end of October, they had a really bad chest cold going around. I had, I thought I had COVID. Um, I had not gone to school for a few weeks until, or not a few weeks, but um, a few days until I had gotten tested because I woke up one morning with a real bad like sore throat my sinuses felt dry but my chest felt you know you know that full feeling right like like a wet chest cold um and so I was out for a bit and I went and got tested and um this was when I'd realized they started using that new testing method Because you know how it was like they had to shove it all the way up your nose for a swab? Well, now it was just like right there where your nostril starts. Um, And I'd never seen that before. I thought that was interesting. Um, That's kind of what I did when they had the nasal test, but I failed it, but I had COVID like and I was around COVID, so I don't know if that's if that, if that works. Mm-hmm. You think there's? I mean, because every difference? everything has like everything mm-hmm. has been in a rush. They've just been rushing to try and get everything back to normal, which I mean, just really can't happen. Yeah. Um. You think? Do either of y'all think that there's a difference in the efficiency, or not the efficiency, but like the accuracy? between the two tests if y'all are you know 
aware about the uh, the two different tests that are being given right now. I don't uh, know if there's new ones. I thought it was just one nose. Like I didn't, I I didn't know if they had one before that or after that. Mm-hmm. I guess um, I don't really know anything about the test besides the one I took, which was you had to just go up in your nose pretty far. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, well, um. <clears throat> Do you, have y'all read anything about the new vaccine? The new vaccine uh, technology? I've, I've more than read. I've seen a video from Dr. Fauci himself. Well, it was it was a channel and they brought him on as a guest. And mm-hmm. uh, there's just a lot of things he said that aren't really uh, I don't know what the word is. They aren't really satisfying answers. They aren't really explanative they're kind of like suspicious they're kind of um i don't know how to, what the word is i guess they're uh, shady mm-hmm. kind of yeah i that's kind of the word shady okay um well the other day well actually evan do you know about the new vaccine method that they're using now not really. The only thing I know about it is, like, I've seen multiple things that you'd have to get the vaccine multiple times, which doesn't really make sense to me. Um, so the new vaccine is called the, it's an mRNA vaccine. Mm-hmm. And so this has been a thing for a while, but it never had, oh. um, and it never mRNA. had the funding. Yeah, it never CRISPR, had the funding. Right? It's where they they have that, like, they use, I don't know if it's a virus cell or a bacteria cell, but they use it. It's like one that doesn't have any virus and they put it through into your body. And what it does is it will rearrange your DNA. The The idea behind it was they made it to like cure genetic diseases and give like people like pre-born babies uh, resistances to diseases. I don't think I read about that, but I was reading about the fact that the mRNA vaccine is, um, so it's something that that's, you know, been a thing for a while. It just never really had the, um, the funding until now, because now they started, obviously now everyone's got this common goal with, you know, curing COVID-19. So now we have the funding for this. And um, so it's it's very different from most vaccines. Um, so instead, so it put it obviously to trigger an immune response. Most vaccines put a weakened or inactivated germ into our bodies. mRNA vaccines teach our cells how to make the protein that help defend uh, or make the protein or even just a piece of a protein that triggers an immune response and inside of our bodies, which um, that immune response then makes your body produce antibodies. And that's what protects us from getting infected. If the real environment, if the real virus enters our body. I mean, here's the thing with how like viruses Mm -hmm. and, your your body works in general when you have a virus or like bacterium into your body when they attack your cells your cells save a piece of it so they know that the next time it attacks they will instantly be able to feed it what it sounds like that is 
it's trying to make your body already like resistant to it but that's not how your body really works your body needs the actual or like a the whole vaccination thing is they get a weaker strain of like the same kind of virus to fight the actual one so something like that i don't know if that would really like work Mm -hmm. i mean maybe it's it's something i've never heard of up until now i've heard of CRISPR, but that's something else i got it confused for before would you mind explaining what CRISPR is? Because I'm not sure what that is. So, as I said, it's a tool that they're trying to use where they have a virus cell that they have, like, it's a virus cell that they can control or like a bacteria cell. I think it's a virus cell. And what it does is it goes into your cells and it changes the DNA. Like, they cut pieces of it off and replace it with things. So they can manipulate your DNA so you can, instead of, like, if you're genetic like if your family has a history a genetic history of being able to be susceptible to cancer they can take those genes and dna out and replace it with just like other genes and dna so you're you are no longer susceptible to getting cancer like easier because of your family history or genetics mm-hmm. that's interesting um so evan i heard that you were questioning about how um you have to get the vaccine more than once. So I think that they administer it. I think they, I think you have to take two doses of, um, of both the Moderna vaccine and the, the, the Pfizer, the Pfizer BioNTech sure. vaccine. Pfizer. Yeah. Oh, um, sorry. <laughs> Make it and, um, uh, <laughs> So you have to get two doses because I think that's just what maximizes um, it'll uh, it'll help you know get you the most protection I guess. Yeah, but like again, if that, that makes also, sense. Sorry, that also calls into the like viability of the vaccine. Like, how good does it work if you have to get multiple doses from it? Mm-hmm. I get I get what you're saying. I didn't look into that very much, actually. So that's something for me to look into. But, um... Uh, you can keep going. I'm sorry. Uh, so I heard a lot of people talking about, well, how come people are getting the vaccine and then getting sick right afterwards? Yeah, well, that's what I was going to talk about. Yeah, that's not... That's just what well, happens when you get vaccines, really? That and... Oftentimes, vaccines don't work immediately. Vaccines take... Sorry, they Mm -hmm. sometimes also weaken your immune system when you first get them. Mm -hmm. But that's just the natural response that your body's taking to protect itself from the virus or bacteria or whatever it may be. Um, So I have like stuff to say about that if you you don't want to keep going. Yeah, sure. Sure. So... In terms of the vaccine, as I said, I saw an interview with Dr. Fauci where he was saying he's trying to um, dismiss concerns for the uh, new vaccine because around the time I saw this video was around the time people were reporting having allergic reactions and getting it. Another thing is what he said, um, I kind of have to remember, I don't have like the video for proof, but he said something along the lines of, you shouldn't be concerned with how fast they made it because that's just a 
um, like commitment to how technologically advanced we are now, but that's kind of concerning to me because they rushed to get it out. Like they were, you know, Trump and I don't know if Biden's doing that currently, not to get political, but they're trying to like rush it out kind of because, you know, we haven't had a pandemic actually on U.S. soil since the Spanish flu, I believe, or the yellow fever. No, that was just in here. So, yeah, the Spanish flu was in like 1918, I believe. Yeah. And it was either it was either Spanish flu or smallpox. I, I mean, I guess it's both, but Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. That's the last time we really had a thing. And it took that person years to come up with the actual vaccine for it. it it took testing and stuff and we are technologically advanced now technology keeps advancing but even if you can develop a vaccine fast within like a year within that year frame there's just not enough time to test it period because you have to make the vaccine you have to actually produce it in quantities and then you have to actually test it and i don't think they could do that in that one year frame because it's it's marked about a year now since we first saw the covid outbreak really start in like uh, the other part of the world and i just i really hope it isn't like a mandatory thing anytime soon because it's so far i I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Like, I believe in vaccines. I'm all for vaccines. If you don't get a vaccine, you're an idiot. But for us to be, like, mandatory to go, like, to school in person, to go out, to have a vaccine that they rush to make people, there's rumors about it everywhere. It's just it's just a panic. And mm-hmm. I'd say I hope they just don't make it mandatory until we just know more. We've done a lot more testing. We've Mm-hmm. seeing its actual effects on like real people not just on paper yeah um well you said i think uh taken back to what you said about the last time we had a pandemic i didn't we have a pandemic in 2009 the the swine the swine flu yeah, pandemic but it wasn't as it wasn't a global like as big yeah, as this one is it was the last yeah. they was call that an epidemic when it's like a local like countrywide kind of thing but I think it got labeled as a pandemic by the CDC, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure it was an epidemic. I mean, it, it could. It, it could. Because if, if, if you go, to, to look that up. Uh, if you go, I think I'm gonna go check right now. Yeah, it says on the um on CDC's website. If you, you could go to past pandemics, it, it talk is, about the swine flu, the H3N2 yeah, virus, a, uh, pandemic, and then so that. A couple pandemics that happened uh, at the beginning of the 70s or late, late 60s and late 50s, as well as, um, you know, what you were saying in the 1918. Um, well, I don't, I um, think. Mm-hmm. Also, in terms of the swine flu business, um, Russia has just recently detected a virus from a chicken slash bird uh, in humans in Russia. And that's like up to five days ago on the news. So, you know what, um, you know what news article it was? It's a whole bunch. You can probably just search. uh, Like Russia and then swine. H5N8 avian flu. 
bird flu. Russians detect first case of HB H H five N eight avian flu in humans. Oh, that's that's pretty nice. Seems We're gonna like, have another seems like two days ago. Seems yeah. like every bird in this world is trying to kill us now. <laughs> you wouldn't be mistaken. So, um, Evan, when, how would you feel, or how do you feel about the theory that uh, COVID-19 was man-made? I mean, it, it, the way it was like, I mean, it has lots of properties of bioweapons being like how fast it infects. It's like a infectious rate. That's what the main leader of that theory was, but I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like think personally that it was 100% man-made. I think it was like bred in like the wet markets in China, which is like where it's pretty much officially like registered as coming from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it would be a bioweapon because I mean, we, even if we weren't told that like. It was that America found, like the government found out, not to like get conspiracy theorists, but if it had been a weapon, I could tell you right now we'd be hearing news about America like fighting China a little bit or something, or like the UN. Bioweapons by the UN protocol, I'm pretty sure, are completely illegal. They are. Yeah, I think that's the Geneva Convention. I don't I do think China would want to go against the world leaders altogether. So I, I do believe it was monopolized and politicized the whole bunch. Yeah, I can agree with you on that, Evan. I yeah, think I it that was monopolized because uh, in December and January, Chinese like Chinese companies were sent to America to export like sanitary items and masks and gloves and all that back to China, which China then resold to the rest of the world for a marked up price. That's a, uh, that's documented. China, I, I and don't, don't China take this to a democracy. but China has been known for being sh- very shady, um, you know, all throughout history, and I was TikTok, actually, actually, I was, yeah, that's a great example. Um, I actually was watching a documentary the other day about. Um, so, are y'all familiar with uh, Ancestry.com and 23andMe? You know those yeah. genetic web. You know, yeah, the family. You know, oh, get tested, find out you know, your heritage. Find out your heritage. Find out what you're predisposed to be like. You know, susceptible to like what you know, like if. Yeah. Y- yeah. You know, like if your family is known for having cancer, like thyroid cancer, well, the Chinese have, or well, a lot of Chinese-based companies have been um, buying information and like data from those companies, from Ancestry.com, 23andMe. Um, they've been buying this data and... I was the the documentary was talking about how this could be this could be really bad for the country considering that I mean think about it in this way what if China has so because you know how China makes you know China already produces a lot of the 
goods that the U.S. uses right now. Yeah. Um, so what if China was able to make medicine that was very targeted and very cheap for, um, let's say, you know, you, there's, you know, your family's got arthritis. Like everyone in your family has arthritis and China makes this medicine that is very personalized, very, you know, for your needs, right? Um, and it's efficient too, and it's cheap. Well, if everyone started buying, because it would just make more sense to buy from them, buy those type of medicines from China. So if everyone starts buying all these medicines from China, and we, we, we start to rely entirely on China for healthcare, then China could take over the U.S. in theory. I mean, they. I mean, think about it. They would have. I to imagine eventually the government would just stop like letting you buy from China. They would embargo yeah, China. That's kind of mm-hmm. what the Trump administration did because they realized how much of a monopoly China, like Chinese markets, had over certain like markets that the U.S. Mm-hmm. It's like had. imagine this. They they they're the ones that come with the the COVID vaccine, and now they have they're the ones dishing it out to. Like if they were the ones that did come up the vaccine, now they're the ones dishing it out to around the world, and they could they could change the price however they want. They can sell for cheaper, mm-hmm. and then all those companies they wouldn't be making money in the U.S. So they realize that hey, China's making all this money, so let's move back to the U.S. And it would just be an economic problem. That's very political economic stuff for just whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, China could probably absolutely do that. But I was I, I I just thought it was interesting, and I thought it would be something y'all would be interested in um, hearing about. I thought that it was that very. I thought it was concerning, considering that I mean, there's a lot China of things that China has been doing that's very concerning. Yeah, they're buying a lot of our data, but we're locked out. We're not buying. We they're not selling any of their own data. Um. So they're kind of just take take take. You know they're I mean? kind of like using American things to spy for free, like uh, with as you know TikTok. TikTok mm-hmm. iPhone tells you when, uh, as we saw, like some people posted, iPhone tells you when an app is taking stuff from you, like with an update that came out. And after that happened, people saw TikTok was just spam, copying stuff from their clipboards and. The what would be on your clipboards is like your passwords for all your accounts and stuff that you just have mm-hmm. saved on your phone. So it, it would just be spyware. That's why the U.S. had that whole it was going to ban TikTok because of spyware. Mm-hmm. Didn't um didn't Microsoft buy them out? If I'm yeah. not mistaken, Microsoft yeah. did. I thought it was a different yeah, was company. Microsoft. Oh, I see, I see. Microsoft is a tech giant, so I mean, <laughs> um, they've been buying stuff all the time lately. So, uh, I'm going to cut this part, too. I forgot what I was going to say. I'm having a stroke. We can go back on topic. Like with yeah, the, that's where with I'm trying to go. I'm just cause... trying to think of a question. What haven't we talked about is a good, is a good idea. Hmm. 
Oh, I'm going to ask Evan this. Evan, how do you feel about um, how schools are going right now? Considering, I mean, uh, you think, do you think like we should go back to virtual or stay in hybrid? Like, what do you think benefited you better? Uh, um, it doesn't really matter to me, but uh, I think like overall, like if you just look at like the facts of how many people in school are getting it and spreading it, like if someone in a class has it, then anyone who interacted with them recently will also have to quarantine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so I was actually at the satellite center where we attend Evan and, um, I was listening to a conversation the teacher was having with one of the janitors who is friends with a lot of the people who drive the buses. And they were talking about how difficult this is on them because they have no bus drivers. Um, they have no bus drivers because every time a kid that gets, you know, a case of COVID, that person, everyone who is on that bus with that child has to be quarantined. So we've got bus drivers that are taking, you know, two, three other bus drivers pickups like and taking stops. their routes, taking their routes. Exactly. You know, and it's very stressful on them as well as the teachers and the students. I mean, I know personally for me, I did a lot better um, doing all online because it was kind of like the schedule. It kind of just kept me on track, kept me on a schedule. You know, but now okay, with hybrid, do that. with hybrid, it kind of um, it it like it throws me off. Like it's I want to do. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Yes. When I, yeah, that's know, how I was at the beginning of the year too. But like as I said, for I guess this is my time. For me, I would rather prefer we. I don't know. You said you said between hybrid and online only. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, okay, so I would have to stay hybrid because one, I can't get my EMR certification unless we stay in school because that's my patient care class. I can't do that without actually being physically in school. You cannot do the checkoff skills online. You can't do the hands-on skills online. We're even soon about to do a medical screening, which you know it, we would we will wouldn't be able to do but now that the virus kind of calmed down a bit we can mm-hmm. and um i personally like the hybrid schedule i could not do all online for me i have to have a teacher there i have to I have to be in that classroom with that teacher um i cannot learn online because if i do all online i will not do it period it's not going to get done on time it'll i'll have half missing I'll do bare minimum. Like I, I already kind of start doing bare minimum and like, I know that, you know, it's, I shouldn't be, but that's kind of how I am. Mm-hmm. This hybrid schedule. I treat the in-class days like a day that, Hey, I can get all this work done in class at home. I can do it at home, which I might do later tonight. Probably not though, but you know, <laughs> I do it at home. I do at school, like during my in-school day, I come home and I don't have any work I really need to do other than for the next day. I mean, lately I do because I have Kim too and advanced math and that's just a lot of homework in general. 
and I just kind of use my online day as like a break day. I don't really like, I can sleep in, you know, not to like snitch on the entire school, but it's pretty obvious that we all sleep in. Well, we don't like get up at six to or seven to turn in. At least I don't. Could I say something real quick? Not to break yeah, your train ahead. of thought, but um, for me, personally, I can't sleep in because my classes require me to sign in at the start of each class period. So, like, I have to be like signed it, in by yeah. my first period at 7, got to be signed into my second period at That's pretty 9. Sucky. Or, I mean, third period. I'm sorry, I don't have a second period. But, um, yeah, I mean... It's it's that, and I think it sucks that, you know, for seniors and stuff, for people who have to work, they have to work with this, and then they have to work around the schedule as well. I think, yeah. you know, since it's constantly alternating, it's difficult on them and their jobs. Um, Because uh, now it was like mm-hmm. – if people wanted to work like full time, I, I I I wouldn't. I physically could not. I'd have to do it over the weekend. But I don't want to mm-hmm. sacrifice the weekend time, so I'm gonna like wait on getting a job right this moment. But for people who have jobs, they would like normally they would probably work right after they get out of school. I know the one of the people I knew, like just a random person, they worked uh, after school, like when they got home, mm-hmm. and with this hybrid schedule, now you'll have days where you're like, I guess, as I said, you could use your online days kind of as break days, but you need to be doing work. And my real issue with this online stuff is that, you know, it, it's, I don't want to insult, insult like a teacher. I don't want to be like mean on the teachers because I know they're just as overworked as we are. But, you know, with this online stuff, I sometimes it feels like they're just, using it as an excuse to just pile on more work. I, if, I was just about to uh, say the same exact thing. I feel like teachers are taking this kind of as an opportunity to just kind of throw stuff out there and it's like really pile, pile on you. Because another thing you have to think about on the teacher's side is that they kind of have to because you have shortened in-class days. They can't physically teach you all the time unless they do a call, but even that's not like really good. So they have less, they have like not even half, they have less than half their time to actually physically teach you. Then they have to make sure you actually understand it. So they kind of have to throw more homework at you. So you can, you kind of have to like self-practice more than the teacher has to, because they just don't have the time to, you physically don't have the enough class time to. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's kind of just mm -hmm. a rough situation. Evan, have you noticed that your teacher's, have been like adding more work or is that just well it might be according to what classes are you taking currently i have uh what's it called principles i have i'm at the satellite center i have principles of business and i have technical writing and none of those classes really pile anything on last semester i didn't have any classes that piled anything on either makes sense uh last semester i did but this semester i I uh, didn't, um, because I mean, Evan. Technically, we're we're both. We have the same classes. 
Mm-hmm. Except for our uh, satellites in our class. But, um... <sighs> I think that's that's all the recording we needed. I mean, we've been talking... Uh, it hasn't been minutes. an hour yet. Yeah, it's been 30 minutes, but I can't... I, I wouldn't mind keep going, actually. I wouldn't mind it. You want to keep... What about you, Evan? I don't really care. <laughs> really cool. um, so I wanted to know what Evan thought about uh, like yeah this is something you haven't really asked them is what what do you how do you feel should schools just be closed or should school like try and stay like as you know Louisiana's trying to be like we're gonna keep staying open until like the federal government physically tells us and like forces us to shut down. Do you think schools should be shut down or you think it should just keep going as it is right now? I don't really know because that that's like a loaded question. I genuinely don't know. There's so many, like there are kids who rely on being in school to like eat meals and, you know, be in like a safe environment. But then again, there are kids whose lives are put in danger and their families' lives are put in danger for being in a public environment every day. So, and like, that's the same thing with all the staff of the schools. So I don't really, I really don't know. Um, I say for me, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't even think about it the way you thought about it. That, that just bring, brought a whole new light on me. I guess I'd have to say, like, they should probably keep going. I mean, because what they say is right. I know it sounds, like, corny when they say, like, you know, your education matters and, like, all this stuff about, you know, how we have to, like, uh, you know, keep trying to strive for through all that. Like, it sounds kind of corny. That's that's the only way to put it. But, I mean, they're right about it. If you don't go in class, there's a lot of kids like me who just – they can't do it all online because I need that teacher there. I need that physical. I learn best by doing hands-on stuff. And, you know, mostly in class, we don't do hands-on stuff besides like the practice questions or like, and can, and can I do hands-on stuff? Cause we do the math. Like that's what I really liked about my last chem lab. We did the math ourselves. She didn't tell us what the math was. We did it ourselves, and we actually got the correct reactions other than we just got too much. So I'd rather I'd rather it stay keep going because I also want my EMR certification, you know, because that could look good on my transcript. That could look good on if I get a job. Um, you know, like another thing I really like about Destrahan uh, during this pandemic is they're still trying to do the ACTs for free. School, like most schools, wouldn't even give you the ACT for free. Period, and they're still trying to give it to you for free during like a pandemic where they're not even sure if they can, you know, the next day, like tomorrow, they might have to, you don't know if they shut down or not every day they keep going without knowing. I think a factor for why we're still taking the ACT and stuff like that. Cause you know, that, that obviously costs money. Right. Yeah. Um, So I'm not sure if you knew this, but Destrahan is the richest city in all of Louisiana. I didn't know that actually, because uh, thing is how mm-hmm. I lived here for uh, like four years. Like I lived here under a rock because you know I don't like moving. I hate moving, and I'm I'm not saying I hate the place. I love it. I, I like having you guys, my friends, since I moved here and all that. But it's mm-hmm. just like 
I don't really like going, I don't go out of my house. I don't like going out of my house and exploring, especially now. Like this is like the biggest incentive not to, but mm-hmm. you know, I just, I just don't really know much about my town. The most I know is streets just by like how they look. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what they're called or anything. So, you know, it makes sense. I mean, and you know, like you said, the pandemic has not helped with that in any way, shape or form. Um, if anything, it's been a deterrent. Uh, so back to what Evan was saying about how I, I, I agree with Evan. I, you know, I wouldn't be able to answer that question either, you know, whether or not we should, you know, go all virtual or stay hybrid because I mean, um, I know people who rely on the school for meals, like their parents, like they don't have the money to go home and, um you know eat dinner like everyone else like they have to they especially eat now lunch. yeah i mean how how difficult how hard is this on people financially my dad still doesn't have a job like uh my mom works she doesn't even just work she she's like a manager at walmart i don't know what what part like section she manages but she works all day and then some she works overtime pretty much every day unless she physically just can't handle it and my dad he he's still he's still having trouble just finding a job and he's even having trouble just getting the check i mean he just got it again like he got the one that they were sending out but it took him like a while yeah yeah i I noticed that a lot of the stimulus checks weren't coming in on the times that they should have it's been like very delayed but you think that might be because of current like political changes, like you know, with the new president stuff like that? Um, I actually agree with that. You know, I I don't want to like get political because you know I don't. Mm-hmm. When you usually bring politics into something, or when you usually bring like money into something, it tends to cause the more you put in, the more problems tend to happen. I don't like getting political. I mean, here it's, I, I don't mind talking to you guys about it or like any like person at school because usually it's a civil matter. You know, you don't get like people shouting at you or anything. You just, you're like, mm-hmm. I disagree. I agree with this. I, I'm not like, a, I'm not a, so I'm not a, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm kind of, I, I go, I independent. I like some things about this. And I don't like some things about it. I like some things about this and don't like some things about it. So I'm just like, Mm -hmm. I take what I like and reject what I don't like. That's pretty much how it is. I think it absolutely is a political change thing because, you know, I'm going to be honest, I didn't like either candidate. They're kind of childish a little bit. And it's just, they don't have any... I like real plan and you can't really blame them but at the same time they should have at least something because all these checks are going out all of these people like back when the pandemic first started people weren't getting those when people like weren't getting them they kept their business open and then they got fined even more they got arrested they got fined even more the, the money yeah. they couldn't have and you know i it's just a it's just a tough situation all around. There's, I I definitely think it was like a political thing though, uh, because they have different people coming in and out of the office now, 
directing all that. So yeah. That makes sense. Um so let me think. What's another thing we haven't talked about yet? I also have to get Evan to talk more. Like I talk away. I've talked way too much during this entire thing. It's okay. This is our first one, our first uh, podcast ever. If we do anymore, I mean, I'm sure Evan will get more used to it soon enough. I don't blame him. I mean, ten fifty says. But um, how do you, Evan? How do you feel about um, like the mask? the mask laws like having to wear a mask and like be because i i'm not sure about go over that yeah charles parish but um jefferson parish here where i live uh hush jefferson parish it's okay i literally graduate in like a few months jefferson parish where i live uh it's like a 500 dollars fine if you're caught out in public without a mask on yeah, I don't. The whole mask thing doesn't bother me, but I really don't like the uh, legal requirement to do it. It should be more of like a like a private business denies you access for not wearing it, but you shouldn't like mm-hmm. face legal that's, action. Because yeah, I mean that. That's, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, I get it's a public safety thing. Like, hey, you're out in public, you could possibly just be endangering lives. But at the same time. I'm not going to be like witch hunting people. I'm not going to be witch hunting. Hey, you don't have a mask, you know, like those Karen bits. Hey, you don't have a mask. So, you know what? You better pay for You owe the state $500 now because you're dead during life. It's like, I, I don't, no one could even pay that, pay that money anyway. Instead of like, charging people, I think that they should be uh, giving companies masks to hand out to people who come in and maybe just don't have a mask mask maybe because they just haven't come around to buying one or they forgot theirs you know that tends to be the case a lot of the times i mean everyone's adjusting to this new change so everyone's not really wearing their masks you know there's a few that they're just forgetful yeah there's people that are like just forgetful like me i forget my mask all the time but this is, this is what I was going to say. This is something my bus driver does because I forget. Our bus drivers, every one of them have a like a bag of extra masks for the kids that don't have them like when they're at the stop and they just give them to you. They don't, you don't get in trouble for it. You're just like, oh yeah, here you go. Here's an extra. So I think mm-hmm. if like police patrolled with like just a bag of extra masks that they could just give you like the blue disposable ones. Instead that would be of sh- finding people, exactly. I mean, what how, how much is a bag of masks? Like, I don't know how much they I mean, are because I don't buy them. If they're probably, uh, I'm not sure, actually. I think it's according to whether or not it's like a cloth reusable mask or, you know. Well, I like to dispose of throw away after you're, what you're supposed to throw away after you use them. It's according to where you buy them from. I mean, different places. It can't be more cloth. than like $10 a box, right? Maybe not some, even that. So I've seen some that have gone for pretty expensive. Um. This is where you get it, like Walmart. You probably get that shit. So you probably get that stuff for uh, cheap. <laughs> you got that, Did you make that a new tea, Alex? Yeah. 
That's that's You're gonna have to. Oh God, I'm gonna cut it. You're gonna have to. All right, so JK, um, I'm not going to. Okay, I'm gonna swear, so you have to. So you know, like, it's just if the police just drove around, like, because, I doubt a bag mm-hmm. of masks is five hundred dollars worth. You could, you could just save time. You don't have to pester somebody of like, hey, I think they're doing mask. it for money. Uh, I, I think mean, they're definitely doing it for money. Well, of course, because I mean, to the whole monopolization thing. Exactly. Exactly. So like, I mean, they kind of do have speeding tickets to. They can just tell you, "Hey, slow down!" Or like, if you're, I, I get if you're like zooming, like it's it's a twenty-five, and you're going like sixty down the street. I hate people <laughs> that do that. They almost run me over every time in the morning. But like, if someone doesn't wear a mask, or if like, you know, just just give them one. Just just have a bag also, of extras. The the fines. No one's gonna. No one's gonna be like, "Oh, well, I guess I gotta wear a mask now." If anything, it's just gonna cause more rebellion because everyone's so pent up about everything that's going on. You know what I mean? Small changes that you know that change. I mean, like, you know, people usually say it's always small changes that lead up to like big things happening. But here, it's just like it's always the small things that irritate people. You like, I mean, just think about it. You go from having you, you don't have to wear a mask, then it's like okay, only now one person can leave your house normally because everyone's on complete lockdown. You have a mask now, so like only one person in your household's leaving. There's no jobs at all. It's just the stimulus checks that you get delayed anyway, and then over time it's become better and better. But now it's just like. I have to wear a mask in public all day because I remember eventually, like before, when they when the cases didn't go up as much and they released the regulation, you didn't have to wear one unless you actually just went into a store. But now it's like you have to wear one in public almost all the time, and mm-hmm. it's just you know, it, it can be irritating. It's it's small change like oh now I have to wear this, I have to wear this on my face all day instead of just this, which I'm used to. It's more comfortable. Even the CDC came out and said, "Don't try to fight with anti-maskers because then at then you're just putting more people at risk." You know, they said just to you know let anti-maskers do their thing, but you can refuse them the right to you know obviously enter your store that's private property. Um, you know, but like out in public, kind of, like on the sidewalk and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I. That should be how. It, I mean, that's. Oh, one second. It, one second, Alex. Headphone died. My headphone oh. died. No AirPods. My slit. All right, I'm back. My slit. So, um, as I said, that's that's how it should be. I mean. There was a case like that before where a guy refused a uh, a gay man of a wedding cake because it was his religion not to, you know, support a gay. So they supreme. They went to the Supreme Court with that. And I don't really know what the ruling was. I didn't pay attention much after that. But it's kind of just like that, you know. 
okay, I mean, I'll just, you know, go to a different, go somewhere else. Or like, if you want to go into the business, you know, want to get yourself some like chips or stuff, just put the mask on. I mean, you're going to take it off or mm-hmm. they have the right to refuse you service. It's private property, as you said. So if they refuse that, you can go in there. That's trespassing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's also, it's even more public endangerment because no, on the sidewalk, it's open, but when you go in the store, it's closed. A lot of people are in the same aisle, you know, it's just, just that just makes the most sense. It's the less fighting way. It's the most like free way where, you know, you can choose what you want to do, you know, kind of going American on that way, you know, mm-hmm. it's all that, it's just a better way to deal with all that. <laughs> 